Season 2, Episode 9, January 8th, 2022. Hi, I'm Louis Lampley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode, I will continue to unpack the statement chosen before the foundation of the world, Part 5. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, we read, Because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief in the truth. That verse is another great affirmation of God's sovereign grace that brings an elect, repentant sinner to salvation. The Baptist Catechism summarizes our election by the Father thusly, God having out of his good pleasure from all eternity elected some to everlasting life, did enter into a covenant of grace to deliver them out of the state of sin and misery and to bring them into a state of salvation by a Redeemer. Repetition is a great tool of learning, so you may hear a lot of things today that you've heard already, and I'm doing that purposely. A few days ago, we settled on the fact that salvation is of the Lord from start to finish. In Reformed theology, the doctrine of salvation is called ordo salutis, or the order of salvation. Several passages in the New Testament clarify that truth. Salvation is of the Lord, Jonah chapter 2, verse 9. Salvation is of Yahweh in the Old Testament idiom. First, election by the Father, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. The late pastor Lucius B. Busa comments, he said, quote, out of the fallen mass of humanity, all of whom he could have justly sent to hell, the Father chose to save some to glorify his grace and leave the rest in their sin to glorify his justice, close quote. Second, redemption by the Son, First Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. The only Redeemer of God's elect is the Lord Jesus Christ, who being the eternal Son of God, became man and so was and continues to be God and man in two distinct natures and one person forever. Third, regeneration by the Holy Spirit, Titus chapter 3, verse 5. Effectual calling is the work of God's Spirit, whereby convincing us of our sin and misery, enlightening our minds in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, and renewing our wills to persuade, or He persuades and enables us to embrace Jesus Christ freely, offered to us in the gospel. The Holy Spirit does that. He persuades us. We don't make up our mind. We don't work at it. He, the Holy Spirit, persuades and enables us to embrace 
Jesus Christ freely. He does it. Fourth, repentance by the elect sinners. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. Repentance unto life is a saving grace, whereby a sinner, out of true sense of his or her sin and apprehension, that is, understanding of the mercy of God in Christ, does with grief and hatred of his or her sin turn from it to God with full purpose to strive after new obedience. Fifth, faith exercised by the elect sinner, Acts chapter 16, verse 31. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is a saving grace whereby we receive and rest upon him alone for salvation as he is set forth again in the gospel. Sixth, justification, justification by faith alone, Romans 5, 9. Justification is an act of God's free grace whereby he pardons all of our sins and accepts us in the righteous one who is Jesus Christ and we are righteous in his sight only by the righteousness of Christ imputed to us and received by faith alone. Faith alone. Seventh, adoption by the Father, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5. Adoption is an act of God's free grace whereby we are received into the number and have a right to all of the privileges of the sons of God. Eighth, sanctification by the Holy Spirit. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Sanctification is a work of God's Spirit whereby we are renewed in the whole man after the image of God and are enabled, that is, more and more to die unto sin and live unto righteousness. Number nine, glorification. Glorification because we are kept by the power of God. First Peter chapter one, verse three to five. Glorification is the culmination of salvation and is the blessed and abiding state of the redeemed. That's ours forever. And so these nine doctrines of grace give the manifold reason to celebrate sovereign grace. Now here is a praise response. Now to him who is able to do more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations and forever and ever. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. And so, friend, as we close, here is a monumental task for today. Here it is. Think on these things. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, 
think about these things, even if you do not feel like thinking. <coughs> Excuse me. Do it anyway. Well, that's it for now. I'm wishing for you an amazing day. So cheer up and be glad in it. Good day.